Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a guiding principle study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our book, Guiding Principles. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to the Guiding Principles Study of the Anonymous Podcast. Uh, tonight, we are still on Tradition 12, the Spiritual Principles portion of that. Um, before we get started with everything, we are going to do some introductions. Uh, David, could you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm David. I'm a grateful recovering addict. My clean date is July 3rd, 1988. My home group is the Misfits of NA. It's part of the We Do Recover Online area, but uh, I attend my meetings in Freedom Serenity area in the Iowa region. Thanks, David. Awesome to have you on board tonight. How you doing, Durant? Hello, family. My name is Duran, and I'm an addict. My clean date is March 13, 2020. My home group is the Clean and Free Group of Narcotics Anonymous. We meet Wednesday nights in Ashtabula at 7 p.m. If you're in town, please come see us. Um, and um, with that, I pass. I think I'm lost. Is that a question? You good? Yeah, right. to myself. Thanks, Duran. Hey, Des, how you doing? I'm good. Hi, everybody. I'm an addict named Des. My clean date is uh, July 24th, 1995. I'm from the Wisconsin region, and my home group is We Choose to Live, a fully virtual group out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. All right. We have another first-time guest tonight, Karen. Hi, I'm Karen D. My clean date's February 2nd, 2014. Um, my home group is Sigui Veniendo, which is the Spanish meeting in um, Louisville, Kentucky. Bienvenidos. To anybody who would like to come, uh, we meet on Thursday nights at 6.30. And was there something else? Okay, that's all I know. <laughs> all right, thanks, Karen. How are we doing tonight, Phil? My name's uh, Phil. And my clean date is 4-1995. And my home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Awesome, Phil. Thanks for being here. My name is Will. I'm an addict. Um, my clean date is February 27th, 2013. My home group is the Sunday Serenity Group in Ashtabula, Ohio. All right. So getting started on the spiritual principles tonight, that'll be on page 221. If you're following along in your guiding principles book. Duran's going to get us kicked off where we left off with service right after he reads the tradition for us. Hello, family. Duran Attic. Tradition 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. And my word is service. So the definition is the action of helping or doing work for someone else. And I was looking in like some of the words that are similar and kindness and men, mending popped up. So I was thinking like kindness, the kindness that we that we, that we do in service, that um, the kindness that we learn while doing service, you know, 
kindness to learn how to work with people, to listen to people, to um to to take other people's opinions into perspective. Um, and also the mending is, you know, helping people helps us heal, you know, it, it's helped me heal and it's helped me become a better person. Um, I've done a lot of service in Narcotics Anonymous and um, it's done nothing but be therapeutic for me. Um, it's probably one of my favorite things in Narcotics Anonymous, um, you know, and I love that, like, none of us are like big, big user, little eyes, like we're all, um, we're all the same in here. I really love that with that up past. I hate starting on. <laughs> thanks Duran. that was great this is will attic um yeah i wasn't going to jump in on this but you you brought up kindness and some things like that and service and helping others um especially when we talk to and reminding us to place principles before personalities listen i know my ideas are the best ones um I, so i assume everybody else feels the same way so coming into a room full of people we all i've, I've seen some really beautiful things happen in some room full of people um, that, that just didn't necessarily have the same idea on how to do things, but were willing to talk. And uh, it kind of speaks to group conscience or my understanding of that when you realize that like at the end of that, usually we can find something that we're all okay with. Um, I know we have voting processes and things for maybe if they don't, but like in my experience, usually when it comes down to like having a vote, it's going to come back up again. When it comes down to the whole room coming together, um, and figuring out what's best for the group, it tends to last a little longer. And that's all I got on that one. Um, anybody else jumping in on service? If not, I'm up next with prudence. Um, I feel like I always end up with this word, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. Um, so the ability to check myself at the door. I guess when placing principles before personalities, um, anonymity being the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Um, I guess prudence really comes into play, I guess, with knowing how much myself to leave at the door. I, I really do feel like that's important. Um, like I said, and I was half joking when I believe all my ideas are the best ones. Um, I understand that I, I, there's a lot of people with a lot more experience in here and I'm here to learn. I have to remind myself of that a lot of times. Like I really do have to remind myself um, that, that, you know, they didn't just ask me to be here so that I could tell everybody what to do. You know, they might have seen like some kind of uh, accolade or something to me do something well enough that they brought me in or I might just be the new guy. Um, but ultimately I came to Narcotics Anonymous to learn how to live a new way of life. Um, so like I'm coming to school every day here. So when I can kind of remind myself that, hey, no matter what room I step into, I'm still here to learn how to live life a different way than I've ever lived it before, um, allows me to to let go a little bit, a little bit of myself um, and then kind of dumb down like a, the prudence piece, being able to govern myself or being able to, to make sound decisions is going, hey, listen, you might be right, but that might not be the place to be right. It might just be a place for you to be a part of. And that's all I have. I see Des has got her hand up. Yeah, Des. I do. Yeah, I just wanted to. This this is Des, Anna. I just wanted to jump in and say thanks to that reminder that prudence is about knowing what part of you to leave at the door. That's really good. It's really well said, man. Thanks for that. Okay, that's it. Next up, we have uh, David. David, you want to come in with respect? Absolutely. So respect. Um not just respect for our similarities, but respect for our differences. 
you know, the definition is due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others, you know, and the fact that it has the word traditions in it just makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, now in the definition, it's small, small case T on that traditions, but uh, having respect for our traditions, capital T is, uh, is vital, you know, um, you know, in, uh, in my area, when we say uh, uh, the 12 traditions of NA are not negotiable, everybody stomps their foot, you know, uh, because it is that important. Um, and uh, respect uh, also says a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something that is uh, uh, caused by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Now we don't look at achievements so much because we're uh, we're uh, not trying to be the most popular person in an anonymous program, you know. Uh, but uh, we take uh, appreciation and respect for those who have gone before us. We take respect for those who uh, we have chosen to be our uh, our leadership in Narcotics Anonymous, and the spiritual principles in this, you know, the spiritual principle of respect. You know, I respect the people who bring a broader base to my program. You know, the symbol tells us all the time, the broader the base, the higher the point of freedom. I gain something from each person who shares in a meeting. I have a respect for where they're coming from. I have a respect for the message that they carry. You know, because we're all at different points in our recovery. You know, I know where I'm at at 35 years is still got challenges to things that I haven't learned yet that the newcomer coming in can share with me and teach me a new way of life. And that's all I got. Awesome stuff. Thank you, David. Glad you're here. After David, I have Des coming in with wisdom. Yeah, thanks for that share, David. That was good. Um, so the definition of wisdom is uh, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgments. And um, and I think that all fits in NA, but I, I also think uh, sometimes in NA, when we think about wisdom, when I think about wisdom, I forget. I mean, I remember when I first came in, I thought I had all the answers, right? And I really had no answers, but sometimes when when I'm working with newcomers, I think, you know, they have some wisdom too. They have that learned wisdom of respect of the the getting and using and finding ways and means to get more. And uh, I think sometimes, you know, that pain that they bring in with them is something that gets overlooked, you know, because they're so new, I guess, you know. So, but I, I think as far as, and then now today in my life, I think, um, I hope that I have enough wisdom to stop and listen to people, to stop and listen to what's being said and to be a part of it, you know, and, and not uh, be flighty or short or, you know, just taking the time to hold the space and be there for another person and allowing another person to be there for me. I mean, that's where my wisdom takes me today. So yeah, that's what I want to say about wisdom tonight. Thanks. That was great stuff, Des. I, I wanted to jump in. You said something in there that kind of triggered something in me with the 
you know, the, the newcomer having the wisdom that we might, do you remember how, or maybe it's me, let me say, I remember, I speak we because that's the way my literature is written, so I, whatever, I, like, it was so easy for me in the beginning to just listen to what the fuck I was told. Like, I was desperate, I was beat down, Um, you said, hey, well, you should probably do this, I just listened, and it fucking worked. Now, fast forward, you know, a decade later, my son was like, well, you might want to maybe try this or this. And I'm like, you, you know, maybe I maybe I will. Maybe I fucking won't because, like, I think I know something at this point. You know, and the, 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 and as David just pointed out, we're all at different points in our recovery. Like, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, I could use a newcomer to share some wisdom with me. I could use anyone who's way before me because, like, sometimes people just need to be like, well, where's your humility at? Well, what are you doing here? Like, and it takes a second, man. Like, usually I wish I could tell you, like, as soon as somebody says that, I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm usually not. I'm usually like six hours later, like, fuck. He was 100% on point. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to call him, but, you know, I'm willing to do that today. Um, And, you know, I'm willing to to to, to, to reflect on and think back and, and and go back and look at things when, when someone brings them to my attention, even if I'm not ready to hear it right in that moment. That's all I have. Um, if no one else has anything on that one, we have uh, Karen up next with anonymity. I mean, my name's Karen. Um, yeah, I like what we're talking about, like with newcomers and um, the willingness and the surrender. And I love being around brand new people uh, that are getting clean. And I was thinking about that as far as anonymity goes and you know, the willingness and how willingness and anonymity kind of tie together. Um, and for I had just gone to this rock and roll festival and it was like super fun. And I was thinking about right when everybody was sharing how difficult it is when there's people in the crowd that just want to stand there. They don't want to let anybody in front of them. They don't want to let anybody behind them. They don't want to catch crowd servers. They just want to stand there because that's their spot and they're not going to let anybody move versus like the people that are like, I'm at a rock concert. I'm going to shift and move with the crowd. I'm going to adjust to my circumstances. Um, and the, and how that anonymity piece almost comes into play there of like, you know, when we bring anonymity into a situation, when I looked it up, it said like the, um, of being unknown to most people, like is what, Britannica said about um or the definition in Britannica so it's like when I'm thinking I'm important or that I that this is my spot you know that's when I start to like make things hard for me and hard for everybody else around me um and almost that anonymity piece like of being new you know coming to these situations like without fear and with trust because I really feel like that's kind of what that's what's happening for me like my next clean date I'm gonna have a decade clean um I know it's crazy it's insane and um I think it starts to get I start to fear more and start to be like I don't want to change because this is what's worked for me I don't want to graph I don't want to put new ideas in my head I don't want to be open-minded to things because this is what's been working for me. And that's where that complacency comes in. And so it's that, it, it's that self-centeredness. I, 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 
I'm important. And, and then anonymity being the spiritual foundation is when we can just like, it doesn't mean that I'm not important. It just means I let go of like this, this idea of I, this spot in the festival that I have, this is where I belong. This is where, this is who I am. And I can kind of move and flow through. And the only other thing I have to say about anonymity that I always share about is because I never hear people talk about it is that um, it's actually in my experience and in most experiences that I've seen way easier to treat people and respect their anonymity when you don't like them than when one of your friends is doing something messed up to treat them with anonymity and like treat and say like, Hey, this isn't following principles. This isn't, this isn't how we act. It's a lot harder to respect somebody's anonymity when you're friends with them. And again, you don't want to go with the flow. You don't want to risk moving your position in the crowd. And so like, at least for me, like it's harder for me to be like, Hey, you know, this isn't okay with me. And it's a lot easier for me to be kind and respectful to somebody you know, that I don't really jive with because then I'm on, I'm on my, you know, game. I'm like, I need to use my recovery in this situation. Um, and I always try to share that about anonymity because I hardly ever hear, you know, I think the biggest lesson for me in anonymity is like, am I treating my friends as anonymous addicts just as much as, you know, people I don't like. So thanks for letting me participate. I love this podcast and I love being a guest. Awesome, Karen. Thank you. That was some. That was some really good stuff there. I, I don't know that I ever put it in those words, but I, I completely agree. Like I, I heard somebody share one time. Like I always pray for the the ability to be honest with those closest to me, and then you know I kind of realized that in that moment too. That like the people closest to me don't get the best version of me half the time. Um, anonymity. I'll talk about every time, man, because this is like my favorite word in this program. Um, and it was just hitting me like we were talking about newcomers and things like that. Um, as I get involved with service a little bit more and I start to uh, like I'm RD now. So like I'm, and I'm doing like conference participant calls and, and going to zone and things like that. Like I a hundred percent agree that our traditions are non-negotiable. Um, however, I've also run into people who didn't get clean where I got clean, who look at them a little differently than I do. Um, and that was really scary at first. Like I was like, Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, they're wrong. Oh, we're wrong. Like, you know, through discussion and found out that like, you know, I've let up on some things that I was very steadfast, huge wall. You don't cross this line. You don't do this to where I get out of my area and I realize, wow, well, people do that. Um, and, and they're clean and they're okay. So I'm not saying that we're wrong over here. I'm just saying that like the anonymity piece is not just with newcomers, but with other recovering addicts outside my areas and from other regions who, you know, have, have used this program to stay clean might have a, just a slightly different uh, understanding of, um, not to say that it dilutes the traditions at all, but like the way they have, we apply them to certain situations absolutely can change place to place. Um, I, uh, one of the biggest, dumbest ones here, like we don't say lead in Ohio. You're not allowed to say lead. That's an AA term, like where I'm at. But they say it everywhere. They say it fucking everywhere. I, everyone I tell that to just laughs at me. I'm like, okay, well, if you do a nasty bill, we're going to suck our teeth at you. Okay, so, you know, anyway, <laughs> dumb shit like that. But things that I didn't know until I got somewhere else, man, and being able to go into a room and be like, 
you know, what are you going to tell a whole meeting in another town that they're doing it wrong? Like, <laughs> you can't, you know, you can, you know, it, uh, but, you know, it generally doesn't work out that great for you. Um, but just it, it's been super fun over these last few years, especially on the podcast. Like right now, we got what Iowa in the room, um, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. Like we all have just little idiosyncrasies that are slightly different. Um, and it's helped me tremendously to, to, to watch other people that I respect. Um, and I love to hear Sharon like have a slightly different idea than me and be like, ooh, well, I never considered that one. But I feel safe hearing it from some people that I trust and that I know what they're doing. Um, whereas before I would get really guarded. So practicing anonymity that way. That's all I have. Hey, Phil, I see you got your hand up. Wow, well, good stuff. Uh, I'll be be real uh be real quick. Uh I myself too um uh, need to to check to check me at the door too, but anonymity is just one of those um things, especially uh at my home at my home group. And probably only time at my home group where I might want to put into check with members and uh and uh and as carefully respectfully um um as I can there there will be those um times uh at at my home group where where i will will talk about the definition of of uh anonymity and especially in our traditions. And especially what it has to do with narcotics anonymous, and anonymity uh, is just one of our uh, it's a spiritual foundation, but it's still uh, an important spiritual principle that goes to our fellowship and even outside of um, uh, of the fellowship uh, with the uh, the meaning uh, of that. I I I I love the equalness to all the members. We're all on that uh, even kill with uh, anonymity, and I, I I I love us all having the same last name. I'm I'm just so cool with that, you know. Uh, but it's still the 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 meaning of anonymity, and uh, uh, it is it is bearing no name, you know. And uh, I may be one of the the members uh, in my home group, not not the only one, but the members will say. Uh, uh, when people are on, who are you? What's your name? And all that. Uh, please, you don't have to do that here. You know, it's an anonymous program, and you do not have to say your name if you don't want to. So don't do that at our own group. <laughs> you know, and and things like that. And it's and sometimes it's um not that I want to be be no range or anything like that, but just sometimes I I like to have things in check and 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 hope hope and pray that our members will read our literature and then i would say just look up the definition especially uh sponsorship family sponsors that please look up the definition of anonymity and call me back that's all i have thanks phil great stuff as always i see des got her hand up I do, but I think David's before me. I just took his spot because I'm. Oh, he put his hand down. Yep. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say that I appreciate uh, Karen sharing about how hard it is to call out your friends because uh, I'm so easy. It's so easy for me to call out myself when I when I feel like I'm doing something wrong. But and uh, to to call out the people that 
I don't like and and then to call the people that I do like and to do it all with love. And then the other thing I wanted to share is um, like when I think about anonymity, I think about how the disease of addiction, it doesn't give a shit who we are when it's ready to take us out there, take us, you know, to using. So I don't know why when we're in the rooms, we should give a shit who we are. We're all the same. You know, we all have the same, you know, stuff. So um, I really like to have that, that, uh, that reminder. It's good for me to have a reminder. So that's all I wanted to jump in and say, thanks everybody for your shares. They're great, great stuff. Thanks Des. Awesome stuff. Hey, uh, if I got nobody else up next, I have Phil going to do the sermon for us. Okay. Here's what I got to detect with the eyes distinguish discriminate to come to know or recognize mentally okay um i need to really check that at the door you know like like members said be, be uh be, before me but um uh you know, um, sometimes I'll just say with the disease of addiction and uh, best help, best understand and and therapeutic value and all those things that we have as addicts. It, it, it uh, I'll go as far as say it takes one to know one. And um, um, there's things that, that just just happen that, that that we do. And I need to look, take a take a deep look at me that we do where discernment is where um um we just know you know somebody's nodding in our in our in our, our meetings and not to judge or talk about them but sometimes we just know us you know or i can i can say that for me i just know uh what's going on and it, and it is it is uh sometimes that um wisdom to know but it's it's not to to judge or anybody or anything but uh it's it's having that i guess that knowingness too with love somebody told me that uh in our, in our fellowship discernment is is that knowing something uh with love and i i i like i like that a, a approach approach to it too but um to um one of the, the definitions is um uh, uh, to dis discriminate, but uh, I, I guess I guess it is uh, that that thing of seeing something with your eyes, you know, yeah, yeah, and more than likely, I have seen something, you know, say a, a nod, that look, uh, and and not to be judging, but sometimes um, we just know, you know, you just got paid today. Um, why why you you broke not that i'm judging but but that those things will just just go in me and i'll and, and i'll get those things in in my stomach you know of um um you know discernment that's just what that's it's the spiritual principle discernment you know it's the spiritual um thing and that's all i got Good stuff, Phil. Thank you.
I have the, the Google definition for discernment. The first one that pops up is the ability to judge well. So I'm not judging you. I'm just being discerning. Okay. <laughs> ways to manipulate anything in here. Right. But, um, so I was looking at this. So ever reminding us to place principles before personalities always makes me feel about my interactions with other people. Um, and it, it referenced, I think, in the reading last week that, like, you can't put principles before personalities if you don't know what principles are yet. And I just think it's so often, um, at least in my area, we're kind of scarce right now. We'll put people into service positions that that have almost no time whatsoever. Um, and I'm not saying that's necessarily wrong. I, I, I've been in service since I had about four months clean. Um, but depending on the personality of the person, whether they dive into, okay, I'm, I'm now I'm in service, I need to make it a point to go look at traditions, or if it's I'm just in service, they trust me, I must be good enough. I don't know. But like to be able to discern, like discern and pick those things out, like when we're doing group conscience meetings or we're doing things around the table um, and explaining why we're making decisions we're making or, or talking about things we're talking about instead of just saying, hey, you need to figure this out. Hey, there's a problem with the group, figure it out, fix it. Um, so to take time with people when we're putting them in those positions, even if we are putting them in early, like I've heard a lot of people in here, we should train everybody up front. I 100% agree with that. However, I in practicality, I've not seen that happen a lot of times or the ability to. But just because we they don't have the, the knowledge going into doesn't mean we can't stay there and help them. And I think that's a place where we fail a lot, at least around me. Like we can go, well, he's not ready. So we'll just live with the speed bumps that come along with the headaches that come along with it. And, you know, I haven't been back to that meeting in four weeks and how's he doing? <laughs> you know, instead of, you know, making sure that like, hey, if I'm, if I'm talking somebody up into getting in somewhere that I, I stick around and I help them out. So that discernment pieces, um, and we, a lot of us have been in service for a long time. So we can kind of recognize when somebody maybe is in over their head and instead of letting them get too upset and kicked out, like we can step in and we can say, hey, listen, um, you know, I had this experience. Let me help you out. I think that's all I have. We have Duran up next with goodwill, foundation of our spirit, our symbol there. <laughs> That's what I, I was going to say something like that, but okay. Goodwill, the, the definition is friendly, helpful, or cooperative feelings or attitude. And um, like Will said, it's, it's a, um, a part of our symbol. And um, I was thinking about this and a word that's similar to this is compassion. So like, we learn to work together, goodwill. When we check our motives at the door and we start to be more compassionate about like what's going on, people's opinions and, and what people can bring are bringing to the table, not what they can bring to the table, but what how they come to the table is really important. Um, and I think like it, it adds a level of like kindness. Like this kind of goes with like service with me because it's like I'm working with a group of people, man, and I may not like everybody that's in the home group, man, and I may not agree with everybody that's in the home group, but, like, I understand my job as a secretary is to, you know, sit there, lead, not so much lead the the, the business meeting, but to to be there to help get it, get it going, to get it going in the right direction and get people together when things get out of whack. Hey guys, how about we get back on track? This is what we were discussing. Like, let's, let's get back to, to what, what was the task at hand? The task at hand is this, that, those, and the others. Let's, let's, let's reel it in. I know we're human and we get sidetracked and we're like freaking <laughs> squirrels. We're like, blah, 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 squirrel, blah, 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 squirrel. And it happens so often. And, um, you know, 
my grand sponsor called me one day after the last business meeting and he was like, man, you really exhibited some patience in this last business meeting because things kept getting deviated. People kept talking about this, talking about that, getting off subject. And he was like, you were just like, man, if we're going to do it, let's do it, guys. If we're not, then let's let's talk about something else. <laughs> and um, it, I, I've learned that in service, you know, that I'm not the be all that I'm not the end all, that I'm just another addict seeking recovery in the room, trying to trying to get the same knowledge that everybody else is trying to get. Like, and, and I like how Will touched on that. Like, I'm in here to learn. Like, I do get to learn every day. Like, it's never a day that I don't get to examine something in, in my recovery world. It's not it's not a day that goes by that like my recovery isn't at the forefront from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, you know, and, and, and that's a bless. that's. And also this thing taught me, I said something about checking motives, but like checking my motives, man, am I doing this out of the kindness of my heart or am I looking to be at the forefront of something, looking to try to be the man, you know, because my ego is ruling everything or am I doing this out of goodwill, the kindness of my heart, because I care, because I could never repay Narcotics Anonymous back for what it's given me. Like, what what am I really doing this for? So, um, like, this boils down, goodwill boils down to, like, me checking my motives at the door. Like, why am I here? What am I doing this for? And it gives me an understanding of, like, where I'm at, how I'm feeling, and what I want to do. And it helps me collab with everybody else. With that, I pass. Awesome stuff, Daron. Thank you. My after you, I am with integrity. Well, addict. Um, integrity. Oh, I looked up goodwill because I was following along with you. Uh, my drill instructor is to be trusted. Integrity is doing the right things for the right reasons when no one's looking. Right? The quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, the state of being whole and undivided. Um, well, it ties in with our personal anonymity really well because I keep, I keep feeling I'm repeating myself, but leaving leaving myself at the door means I don't drag the things into the meeting that can separate us. Um, when I when I come into the room, uh, someone else pointed out last name addict, like we're all the same here. We're trying to work together. Um. Never reminding us place principles before personalities. Uh, I hope I don't go too far off the rails with this, but the one thing that popped into my mind is so like uh, I sponsor a lot of guys. I don't know if you guys are from an area that has like a couple strong sponsorship families, but when uh, they start to disagree, they'll start to pick sides. When they start to pick sides, we, we tend to get a little divided at times. Um, so that's one of the things I always uh, try to maintain is that if I do have something going on with an individual or I don't like a certain thing that I don't say it out loud necessarily because a lot of people take what I say to heart um, and think it's just the right thing because of who I am to them sponsor whatever so so allowing people to to also form their own opinions and own understandings of things like I'm here to guide people along the way but a real simple getting back in the car with four or five guys and going that guy's a fucking idiot can carry a lot of weight in the future where they might not approach that individual or something like that um, or, Hey, we're going to go, 
so-and-so is running for this position. Let's go to this business meeting. Like, no, if it's not my home group, I'm not going. Like that's, that's, you know, we're not just, just cause we're all buddy, buddy in here. We're, we're part of the same sponsorship family. doesn't mean we're all getting in a car and going to vote somebody into something like my home group. I vote my area meeting. I vote. That's it. You know? So the integrity piece as well as, um, man, not trying to take my, my certain way of doing things and burying everybody else with it. Son of a bitch. That, ah, things come out sometimes when you say them out loud. Yeah. So that anonymity piece of just <laughs> letting, me, letting other people recover the way they recovered, recovering by the way I do as well, as long as it stays within the traditions. Uh, but that's all I have for that. I see David's got his hand up. What you got, David? So one of the big things for integrity for me anyway um, I'm the area facilitator here in, in freedom and serenity area. And part of, uh, part of that, uh, part of that integrity comes to, uh, when I go to my home group, I have a voice. I have a loud voice. I share, I, I talk, I vote in my home group. Right. But the minute I hit the door that second Sunday of the month, the minute I hit the door, Part of my integrity as the area facilitator is having no voice, having no opinions. I go in to guide and lead that meeting, and I leave all of my opinions at the door. Even when we go on serenity breaks in the middle of the area, somebody wants to come up and talk to me about what my opinion is about XYZ issue that's going on in the area, I won't have it. I have my voice in my group. And my GSR carries my voice. Now, if the group conscience said that my voice was not the majority, what was not the conscience, that's okay. You know, but my job, my responsibility, my integrity lies on the fact that when I go in there, I'm just here to run the meeting. I'm here to keep us moving smooth, you know, and, uh, and if I find myself wanting to hand over the reins of the facilitator to my co-facilitator so I can have an opinion about something, I call for a serenity break and I walk out the room or I get myself a cup of coffee because uh, that's not what that's about. So that's all I got on integrity. So what do you got there, Phil? I'll be real quick. I'm just going to say uh, our steps, traditions, and concepts, uh, all of them, all of our spiritual principles ad adhere the member to, to having that value of uh, integrity. And, uh, and how I know it's, it's with the, the Webster's uh, definition of uh, integrity, adherence to a code of values. Our steps are full of spiritual principles. Our traditions are full of spiritual principles. The whole program is a spiritual program. So yielding to the program, that is yielding to a code of values for, and I always say this, that's for, for other people to say about me. I would want other people to, to say that or think that about me, that i I have some kind of integrity and I don't think that's for, for me to say, and I, I don't want to say that. And I won't say that because then the another definition goes into incorruptibility. 
our program was such a, a wonderful program, you know, uh, the follow for, 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 for drug addicts and, and the whole program, the way I see it, that's how it's been designed for us to do. Soundness, it's very sound. Our program is very sound. Last thing it says, completeness. Traditions say, our traditions say that NA all by itself is enough for the drug addict. And I never looked at um, the program until I looked up this definition of oh, that's what our program is. It's in of integrity. Teaching us to live that way, this way, in the world. That's all I have. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. Sorry, I was typing there. Um, up next, we have David with accountability. All right. So the Webster's definition of accountability is the obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. You know, um, in placing principles before personalities um, and remembering that, uh, we have to take accountability when we add... Uh, accidentally not so accidentally put personalities before principles we need to be willing to admit our mistake uh and be willing to make amends for it be willing to uh to change that behavior you know um there are people that uh i do not agree with in my area i do not agree with how they do service i don't agree with how they sponsor people blah 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 i don't agree with this or that but realistically, at the end of the day, I can't call them out on that. I can I can sit them down one-on-one -on -one and have a conversation. But if I call them out in public, I'm doing a disservice to them. I'm doing a disservice to their sponsees. Hell, I'm doing a disservice to their program. We each do this program in our own way. And being accountable to my program tells me that I need to look at my own self a lot more than I look at others. Being accountable to my own recovery means that I wake up in the morning and I do my meditation. I do my prayer. Being accountable to my program means that I am willing to be of service. And that means serve us. That doesn't mean I'm a, I'm trying to be something again, that whole popular and anonymous program kind of thing, you know? Um, but uh, that's really all I got on accountability. Thanks, David. Yeah. Just real quick. I, isn't it easier to become more accountable in a place I feel like I can't leave? Like, you know, when I know that I can't, I have to stay here because I really feel like I'm, I might die if I leave here, I become real willing to uh, discuss and, 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 and be able to be kind of accountable. Um, Phil, I see you got your hand up. I'll be real quick. I, I did lo love all the things that were said on accountability. And uh, 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 one thing I, I do want to say, accountability was actually taught to me in, uh, in our, in our program and with the home group and, and with with service and things like that, and uh, and one of the, the other definitions of accountability is is being answering and answerable. And uh, 
And that was the other thing too, that with the home group and that there was things that I, to keep me accountable, I had to answer some things and they could question some things. And uh, it's just a wonderful spiritual principle uh, uh, to have being uh, account, uh, having some kind of accountability. And then that can, that can really, can uh, lead to some reliability too. That's all I have. Thank you, Phil. And that's all wrapped up. We have Des up next with gratitude. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, thanks for everything that's been said, man. It's been really good stuff tonight. And um, when I looked up gratitude, I mean, we all know about gratitude, right? It, the biggest thing that jumped out at me is uh, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. I think that's a pretty cool uh, Webster's Dictionary definition of gratitude. Like it's beyond just the being thankful and being, you know, uh, happy that something's happening. And I, I know for me, and I, I've told this story before that when I first encountered gratitude, I was I didn't have a thing to be grateful for. I I was like, are you kidding me? You really want me to be grateful? That sounds like a crock of everything, you know? And uh, and then as I continued to take the suggestion from my sponsor of writing gratitude lists and uh, realizing that, you know, I did have some things to be grateful for. It was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome when I realized that what I was building was bigger than anything I had imagined before. And then um, the last thing that happened was I, I had a, a, a sponsor, my second sponsor who, you know, you get kind of pissy in recovery sometimes, make, make a gratitude list, write down everything that you have because of recovery. And I did that. And, uh, and, and then when I was done, she said, now rip that up because it's all fucking going out the door if you use, you know, if, if you give up. And, and I realized how important in that moment, I realized like the magic of gratitude and it's like so simple and can be so overlooked, but at the same time, it's so necessary and so life-saving. So I'm totally uh, thankful that I got some perspective on that early on and that I continue to have that. And, uh, and I love that it's listed as a spiritual principle of this tradition, because um, that's, that's for me, that's how I hold it together with other addicts as I look for the thing to be grateful for in all of us and in, in each member that I encounter. So, uh, yeah. So that's what I wanted to share about that. Thanks for letting me share. That's awesome stuff, Des. I have a very similar situation with that list, except instead of throwing it away, they told me to start clock, uh, start crossing off everything I was going to lose when I picked up again. That list went away quick. What you got to run? This is my favorite, my absolute favorite. But it says right here, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, return to kindness. I love that. I love that because like sometimes I can get so caught up and like and stuck in my head, especially when it comes to like service work and business meetings and and setting up meetings and just doing a lot. You know, you get you get caught up, man, and, and then something the HP finds a way to jolt you back into, you know, kindness where something just happens. You know, somebody a newcomer walks through the door and you're just like, welcome, welcome. 
You see somebody get a key tag. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. You know, it's just those little moments that make you grateful, man. And I was re um, reading my basic text, man. And um, I was reading the three disturbing realizations, man. And where it says, you know, um, I'm not responsible for my um, addiction, but I am responsible for my recovery. Like, it, it makes me grateful that, like, I get to be in that aware awareness of, like, I'm an addict and I have to continue to work and I have to continue to be grateful. It says like a grateful addict will never relapse, man. And like that has stuck with me so hard. Like I appreciate everything that's ever come to me in this program because like I've said it many times. I didn't think that I deserve this. Even to be sitting in this, in this room with all of you guys, just sitting here having a meeting with you guys. Like all this clean time I'm sitting in here with, and I got three and a half years and my three and a half years is very important to me. I'm grateful for that because I remember when I couldn't even get 24 hours together, but for me to be sitting up in here learning from you guys and getting to hear your strength, hope and inspiration, and we're spreading it with the world, man, this shit is powerful. Like great. Uh, th this is my favorite spiritual principle is grateful, 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 grateful. Cause I am grateful eternally a sense of obligation is, is an is a word that's similar and and i do feel obligated to narcotics anonymous like i feel like i said earlier i can never give back what is given to me so i'm going to keep showing up every day that it calls me and asks me to show up because that's all i know how to do and i'm gonna remain grateful in this process um with that i pass thanks Duran. up next i got phil and then david following him Wow, uh, good stuff. Uh, I'll be I'll be real quick. I want to thank all the members who shared on uh, on uh, gratitude. But uh, it's just so I don't know what possessed me to, to look up uh, uh, look up gratitude. One of these old um, Webster uh, paper um, dictionaries, and I and I just did it just now. I don't know what possessed me to do it. And here that old dictionary it 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 shows gratitude is just one word. Just one word. That's all that's in, in that dictionary. Thankfulness. You know, but um, with that one word, but it's so, it has so much meaning, healing, and comfort in our um, program and in our fellowship. It just goes such a long way with our gratitude prayer. Things is written on our medallions. Uh, things through our, our, our literature of, of making gratitude list and uh, um, this and that and, and on and on. And it, 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 it can be a game changer. It has been a game changer for me. Um, yeah, uh, the cliches, uh, but it's probably in our literature too, the, 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 uh, the uh, grateful addict um, won't use. That, that makes perfectly good sense to me, you know, you know, grateful for something, especially just being uh, living. That's all I got. What you got, David? All right. So each time that I open up to share in a meeting, I say, my name is David. I am a grateful recovering addict. I'm grateful for the gift of recovery. I'm grateful for another day clean, you know. Uh, looking down through definitions and that kind of thing, um, gratitude might be the ultimate spiritual practice because 
to praise, to celebrate, to be in contact with your higher power. That is the true definition of gratitude. Is to be in contact with your higher power. Understanding that all of this is given to us through higher power. All of this is given to us by the grace of a loving higher power. And, you know, without that, what is there? But that's all I got. Yeah, thanks. I was just sitting here thinking, and uh, the tricky thing about gratitude, I think, with me, and I, I agree with it just about everything everybody said, uh, is it's so important. It's so powerful. Um, it can guide us so much, and I can stub my toe and be out of it in two seconds. Like, it takes very little for me to just focus on what the fuck is going wrong versus everything that has happened to me. Um, and we were just talking about this earlier, too, man. It's just... Uh, you know what? You know what my biggest thing I ever got through clean was, whatever happened to me today, because every problem I have is the biggest problem I've ever had. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like it is, I cannot believe this is happening right now. Why is this happening to me? This is fucked up. I shouldn't have to put up with this. You know, <laughs> and uh, life, man. I'm a my higher power shows up all over the place. I think. So my wife, uh, when when I first got clean, I was only working a part-time job and she was doing like craft shows to help pay our rent. Um, and then like, I didn't get it. Like I, I didn't know craft shows made money like that. But anyway, I'm just sitting there helping her set up her booth, right? And she's got these little things she's made and we're putting them on this table. And there's this lady across, she's got signs and one of her signs said, and I'm like two years clean, said, said gratitude makes what you already have enough. And I was like, motherfucker, wow, wow, dude. Like, I'm a sucker for a good inspirational quote. But, like, that one, it clicked for me that day. It really did. Like, I was like, yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, trying to hustle money a right way, down in the dumps, not able to pay for shit, not able to just, like, yo, look at this. Man, I'm here with my wife. We're setting shit up. We're, we're solving problems without fucking doing something stupid. Man, gratitude, man. It makes what I have enough today. Anyway, that's all I have, and I don't see any other hands up. Um, please join back with us next week, folks, where we'll be starting off on the four-member section of the Guiding Principles. Uh, thank you for joining us. Have a great night. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.